Welcome to The Slow Reader, a podcast about books. I am Steve, and I've got a fairly lengthy update for this podcast from the last one, which was way back in March, I believe. I've got a show outline so that you can feel free to jump around if you want to. So I'm going to have an update since the last episode of what I've read. What am I currently reading? I've also got a feature review, which is of Jurassic Park. And then I will have a a what's next section followed by a quick wrap up. So if you are only interested in, say, the Jurassic Park review, you can jump around. I'll have the time markers in the show notes. So let's get started. Since the last episode, I've read quite a few books since March 31st. Started off with George Lucas, a Life Magazine bio. I give that one four stars. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a shortened version of a biography that I actually gifted to my brother at Christmas. Then there was Spock Messiah, which I rated on Goodreads as one star, but I really would have given it zero. I didn't like it at all, and I skipped through the last few chapters. I thought it would be something fun, but it turned into something really racist and sexist, so I do not recommend that one. After that, I read One Good Reason, which is a five-star book that I read. This book was actually titled One Good Reason, a memoir of addiction and recovery, music and love. It was by Sean McCann of Great Big C and his wife, Andrea Aragon. And this one was actually sent to me for my other podcast, Alternative Airwaves, to review. And I wasn't sure what to expect out of it. And it ended up being something that I thought was a really very good read. And I got more out of it on the mental health side than the addiction side. But It was very strong and powerful, so I highly recommend that one. I give that one five stars, and it led to uh, a book that I'm currently reading, which I'll get to in a minute. Well, after that, I read Magic Time, which is a book by W.P. Kinsella. I gave that one three stars. It's apparently based on a short story that he wrote. It's a baseball player gets recruited by a small town, and while it's it's kind of a weird thing, like players get stuck in the town, they don't want to leave, something like that. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Big Fish, but I thought that was an okay book, so three stars for that one. And then For Your Eyes Only, which is a series of James Bond's short stories, I give that one two stars. I really only picked it up for the short story that had a minor scene set in Ottawa, which was not all that great in the end. And that one, I rated it two stars because overall it wasn't that great and I skipped the last few stories. I then read Shoe Dog, which is the Nike founder's memoir. I've had that on my list to read for a very long time and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Although I have a feeling that there was a lot left out of it because it's a first account memoir from the founder, and he readily admits that he may be exaggerating some things or misremembering some things. So it's not a perfect history, but it was very entertaining, and I give that one four stars. And then Jurassic Park, which I'm going to be reviewing in a little bit, I give that one four stars. That was technically a reread, but... I don't remember most of it, so I considered that a new read. I also attempted to read Gump & Co., which is a sequel to the novel Forrest Gump, but I abandoned it. I wasn't really interested in it, and I didn't even read it. So if you want to read my reviews as short as they are on Goodreads, I'll have the link to my Goodreads account in the show notes. So what am I currently reading? Well, 
right now, I'm switching between The Heroin Diaries and Red Rising, as well as a reread of Name of the Wind, which I think I may have mentioned in the last podcast episode. The Heroin Diaries, that's the one I was mentioning where I kind of got into that one after reading through One Good Reason. I think I'm in July or August of 1987 so far. I think I'm about halfway through. It's a lot darker than One Good Reason. And I don't have a a midway review yet, but it's it's definitely something that you can take a lot out of it. I'll just put it that way for right now. Red Rising, that one is a science fiction novel. I can't remember the author right now, but that was uh, something I caught on to from Twitter based on uh, a tweet about the fantasy map in the beginning of it. That's all that I had to go on it. And I bought it, and so far it's pretty good. It's a dystopian novel, I thought, so far. In the early going, it was kind of predictable, but it's taken a turn a little bit. So I like that one for sure. Okay, so let's get to the feature review of Jurassic Park. So according to Goodreads, I listed Jurassic Park as read in 2013. So I must have read some of it, as a few things seem familiar, but for the most part, this was a new read for me this time around. I was expecting the book to be pretty different from the movie, and the biggest difference is the much darker tone in the novel, and deaths are definitely gorier. Lots of blood and descriptions of the dinosaurs killing or eating people, and in in the first few chapters, a dinosaur actually kills a baby. But the character descriptions also differ a little bit as well. Grant seems more or less the same, except that the book version likes kids. But what was weird is Ian Malcolm is described as balding, And I don't think I can really picture him as anything other than Jeff Goldblum. I thought it was interesting that the subsequent movies, including the most recent Jurassic World, they take a lot from this book. And I'm interested to see how the Lost World book compares to that movie as well. I think I'm going to get to that later this year. I've already picked up the ebook for the Lost World, but got a few things to get to. I found that until Malcolm started dying near the end of the book, he was probably the best side character. He was definitely not a main character, but I also don't think he was a main character in the first movie either. His comments on society were at times prescient for 1990. At one point, he says, in the information society, nobody thinks. I really can't argue that line in 2020. And a side note, Malcolm also refers to epilepsy in the context of describing chaos theory. And I just wanted to point that out because since being diagnosed with epilepsy, late last year, I feel like it pops up in almost everything I've read lately. Overall, I think the movie is superior to the book, mainly because it's quite a bit more efficient than the novel is, but this was probably one of the better fiction books I've read so far this year. So if you've only seen the movie, I think it is still worth picking up a copy of the book. So what's next? And in no particular order, these are the books on my to-read list, and I'm sticking to this list because I've noticed I've really deviated from the list a lot. So I've got on this list Tunnels, Devil in the White City, Paper Towns, the graphic novel Louis Riel, and The Lost World. But I have to finish first The Heroine Diaries, Red Rising, and this is longer term, so I'm not in a hurry, Name of the Wind, which is my reread. And looking further ahead, I see that Ready Player 2 is coming out later this year. I may reread Ready Player 1. I have the feeling that the podcast 372 pages I'll never get back 
are definitely going to read Ready Player Two. So I kind of want to follow through with them on that one. They're a really good podcast, by the way. Well, that is it for the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it and maybe picked up some books that you otherwise wouldn't have. You can follow me on Twitter at Stephen underscore G. The website for the podcast is slow-reader.pinecast.co. And again, like I said, you can see what I'm reading on Goodreads. All those links will be in the show notes if you're listening to this and couldn't write everything down. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. See you next time.